What Really Happened with your host, Mike Rivero. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network, where you'll find out what the Fukushima is going on. Welcome back to our show, hour number two. The rain is really coming on down there, and my neighbor is making me very nervous. He's building this really big wooden boat out there. Anyway, uh, 512-248-8252, and we're going to go to Guy in Arizona. Hello, Guy. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, Mike. Yeah, I was just going to talk about RFK. I, I finally listened to, like, the four hours of the censorship hearing, and... Uh, yeah, it was not pretty. The Democrats were really going after RFK like crazy, which means uh, it's, it's a good thing. Not that I was going to vote for him. I know Marco said last week that it's like, oh, he's going to get in there. He's not going to be win the primary. There's just no way that he's going to be the Democratic nominee. They're going to be what Democrats are going to be like. At least 40 to 50 percent of them are going to be whatever the, the DNC tells them to believe is what they're going to believe. Mm-hmm. And just go back to Bernie Sanders in 2016. I remember uh, Tulsi Gabbard was saying that uh, Bernie won, like, you probably know better than me, like it was like 15 or 20 percent higher, but because she was the only, what, special elector or whatever they called themselves, a delegate, that uh, then Hillary won. So it's like if and this is one of the things I like to tell Democrats and people use this. Uh, it's like the Democratic Party does not believe in democracy and just point out Bernie Sanders because he won the popular vote in the primaries, but Hillary still got in because of the special electors, whatever they call themselves. So. Yeah, I can't remember what they call themselves. What was it? The super delegates, the super delegates. Yep, you're right. That was what I called. Do you remember what? Uh, tell, do you remember what? That you were living in Hawaii at the time, right? In 2016. Yeah, so, I was. Do you remember what he won? Bernie won by. I remember Tulsi. It was like 10 or 20. It was like huge amount that Bernie beat Hillary, but because uh, uh, she was the only one that uh, went with Bernie, then everyone else went with Hillary. Hillary wins, even though. In a democracy, it's supposed to be the majority rules on that, isn't it? Well, uh, yeah, I remember one thing from that election was all of a sudden Bernie showed up, you know, with with a, a bruise near his eye like somebody had hit him at some point. Yeah, you're right. And also, I remember I just I looked at your uh, the Clinton hit list about a half a year ago, and I remember uh, then Seth Rich was another one. It's like, uh, what happened to him? I'm only 99% sure the, that Hillary and... And then took took him out because he was. It sounded like he was with WikiLeaks, and that he was actually uh, uh, doing uh, uh, downloading that with that. And then I think then I remember Tom was talking about uh, Deborah Wasserman Schultz, and that she was like terrible in this censorship hearing, and uh, she got fired because of it, didn't she? I was uh, she was a DNC head. Yes. Yeah. So it's that's just. Just another thing, but uh, you don't have to be worried about uh, RFK being the the winner in the primary. It's like if you if you believe that, I think you still have some uh, Saddam's nukes in your closet, don't you? To sell to people, I have some what to sell to people. <laughs> you still have some Saddam nuclear weapons in your closet. You can oh, sell yes, people. I, they, yes, I do. Yeah, if they believe RFK is going to win the primary and. Democratic Party, there's no way. And now it's it's possible that if he goes if he goes independent and then maybe get like Tulsi for the VP, 
then then you might have something. But he, everything I hear from him, he just wants he wants to pull the Democratic Party more to the center. He wants to be more like his dad and his uh, uncle, and so that would be a lot more preferable than uh, than what we got. That's for sure. Uh, well, we'll see what's going to happen. My greatest fear is. Uh yeah, the Democrats know that they can't put Biden into the White House for a second term without it being obvious that the elections are rigged. Uh, I'm worried that they're going to run uh, Gavin Newsom. And yeah. he, he, look at what he did to Me California. Too. He's going to do the same thing to the United States. Yeah, the more you hear about what's going on in some of the cities like L.A. and San Francisco, it sounds like. I was seeing chains on the... On just the freezer doors, that uh, you're getting ice cream and stuff. It's like they don't even trust people not to steal ice cream now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's completely out of control there. And uh, we're going to have the same thing, um, you know, all over the country. You know, a crime will be rampant. Uh, the police will be told, you know, don't, uh, uh, don't bother anybody that, uh, you know, steals below a certain uh, amount in, uh, in product here. Uh, there was that story about uh, this... Uh, I think 68-year-old woman had been working for Lowe's for like 17 years and tried to stop some uh, thieves from shoplifting, and she got fired for it because the, the store policy is if you see somebody stealing something, just let them go. Yeah, it's, it's just getting to the point where uh, you just don't know how, how much longer before the Democrats start going. I was watching... Uh, uh, Bill Maher, I like to like to listen to the left side once in a while. And uh, oh, by the way, Bill Maher, I think had the greatest thing for wokeism. He said that uh, when he was a youngster, he was wanted to be a pirate. He said, "Thankfully, I never found a doctor that would cut my leg off and put a peg in it, cut my hand off and put a hook in it, and cut my I, eye I've out." I've seen and put that on social on. media. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, isn't that perfect? I mean, it's like. I know I'm not a big Bill Maher fan, but I like about 20% of what he says. <laughs> and I always like to see the opposition a little bit, too. And, and he is starting to even wake up to the woke. So it's, uh, it's amazing. So we'll, we'll see where it goes, see if the Democrats can, can uh, start moving back to the center. But, I mean, this, this woke crowd is just seems like they're hell-bent on just well, we're, doing we're anything and everything. Uh, we're starting to see a pushback uh, in a lot of ways. Parents are pushing back on the school boards. Uh, and, you know, all this LGBTQ uh, nonsense, uh, nobody is saying that, you know, gays and whatever are bad. We're just tired of having them, you know, like throw it in our faces. I mean, we don't go around telling total strangers uh, what our sex lives are all about. Uh, and we're not really interested in hearing about the, their sex lives either. Yeah, you know, especially when they're trying to groom the kids. To yeah, well, be, that, oh, you I, can be that, a boy or a girl. A problem with. Yeah. Now, did you see the? There's Epic TV had one out talking about uh, the uh, the trans kids. They had a, actually it was a, from a real life situation where a girl wanted to be a boy and then she transitioned. And then the big thing they were saying that every all the teachers and are, that are doing this are saying that would you, what would you rather have? Would you rather have a, uh, a, a a live son or a dead daughter? And that's what they're pushing. I mean, and that's, yet, that's ridiculous. Actually, the, the reality is that a lot of these people who transition uh, are at a higher risk of suicide. 
I mean, exactly. when they realize was, what they've done to their their own bodies, and uh, you know, they're they're going to be patients for life, uh, exactly. and, and uh, you know, they, it's just it's horrible, disfiguring surgeries, and they yeah, they live in was, pain. Yeah, that was the spoiler alert. Um, if you guys want to listen to this, that's what exactly what happened to this uh, girl who transitioned to a boy, and then she thought it was going to be all better after she transitioned, and then it was just much worse and then uh she she committed suicide afterwards so after she transitioned and yeah. so then the mother actual mother was on and talking about it and then they had other people talking about it and, and that's something you cannot hear from the mainstream media it's always uh, no you don't oh you know, you're gonna have the, a dead child if you don't let them transition but then they never talk about after they transition that you have a dead child that way too yep just uh, the strangest thing, and like you said, I'm hoping that uh, people are going to push back a little bit, and it's starting. Maybe it'll come back, but who knows? It's, it sure hasn't seemed like it's doing. The regular mainstream media sure that isn't helping at all. So that's the thing about uh, you and the other alternative media is like finally you know, get some reason, I and mean, we need reasonable people that can push back a little bit, and it's hopefully that. Uh, America can then pull back from the precipice. I remember uh, Keanu Reeves and the Earth stood still. Said, you know, when right at the precipice, then you know, before you go completely haywire, like you, how many times have I heard you say that I'm trying to stop uh, World War Three is a really bad idea? Yeah. Uh, and now we've and we got this going on, and there's so many people that are just thinking it's like, oh, no big deal. It's like, are you kidding me? It's it's strange. Well, you know, history has shown that, you know, you can push people up to a certain point or you can oppress people up to a certain point. Then all of a sudden they push back. French Revolution, American Revolution. And we see these culture wars, you know, swing back and forth between liberalism and conservatism. And liberalism really pushed out very hard and far. And I think uh, when the conservatives pushed back, it's probably going to go a little too far in the other direction. Yeah, and I could do a shout for you. And the all wars—I haven't heard you talk about all wars or bankers' wars. That was that really opened my eyes a lot. That was how many years ago was that? That's got to be at least uh, 10, right? a long time ago. Yeah, I, I think I was listening to you before. I should really. Do you remember what year it was? I think I was listening to you like a year or two before that. And then after I um, heard that too, I, I honestly like, wow. don't remember exactly when that was. I know that the original article is still up in the uh, uh, the top gray box at whatreallyhappened.com. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was was very enlightening. I I need to go back and do more original content. That's something that I've been neglecting. And, um, you know, that was really kind of what made the site what it was, was I was putting up original articles and making original videos. And, you know, that somehow got lost. And, you know, I need to get I need to get back to my roots, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah, that was really, really good. Good article. Actually, it was uh, you. Did they? I think they just took one of your shows, huh? And then just uh, expounded on it, and and then put a lot of different with the videos on it. And yeah, so that, uh, uh, movie maker. Uh, basically, I, I read the story. Well, I didn't read the story, but I basically told the story for an entire episode of my show, and somebody took that as a soundtrack and built a video around it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which so is still was- out there. Uh, somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. You could update it and say now. Now they want to do the digital currency. The CBDC is like, well, we're in big trouble if they get that through. 
Yeah, we are in big trouble. We're already in big trouble. What can I tell you? Yeah. You know, and yeah, that's like true. I said earlier, you know, I grieve for our grandchildren. Uh, the the world that we're leaving them is just a horrible, horrible place. Yeah, and it may be us, too, because if they get what they want, they want their Agenda 30, which is 2030, and it's like they want this new alert. You ever see the Nicole Kidman and uh, Iron Man guy eating the bugs? And they're saying how great the bugs yeah, are Yeah, I, I did, and they're still <laughs> pushing that, and, you know, it, it's... It's crazy. Yeah, uh, we're, we're heading to Soylent Green is what we're doing. Yeah, let's hope not that. It's, that was a good movie, no doubt about it. No, very, very good Charlton movie. Charlton Heston, the people! Yep. <laughs> green are people. Like, oh boy. Well, at least we're not that far yet, huh? Well, it may be uh, coming on up. You the know, they're, they're going to come get us worse. Yeah, it's it's getting <laughs> silly out there. Anyway, uh, Bruce, I'm I'm sorry, Guy. I'm going to let you go. Okay. We got more calls. Okay, thanks, Mike. Have gonna a good go one. We're going to Bruce in Texas. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, Mike. Uh, on on Joe Biden's grandchild, and yeah, they won't provide secret service. Yeah, it's pretty sad. But you know, any child that gets within arm's length of. Uh, Joe Biden, I would have Secret Service protection for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right about that. But here's the point, okay? You know, they're punishing the child, and it's not her fault. You know, no. she has done absolutely nothing to warrant the anger uh, and, and neglect coming from the, you know, Joe Biden and Jill Biden, and uh, it, it's it's really quite disgusting. Yes, it is, but he's a psychopath, and psychopaths don't have empathy for anybody, including children. They only have empathy for themselves. Yep. And it's pretty evident in his behavior, and uh, you can go from there if you want. But uh, we're going to miss you, man. Uh, I think you're the highlight of RBN. I hope you would consider at least, like, maybe doing a once-a-week show on a Saturday or a Sunday. Well, that, that might be a possibility. Uh, you know, I know that RBN does not want me to leave, uh, but like I said, it's time and money, and I need to go back and spend more time with the whatreallyhappened.com website uh, because uh, I can make some money with that. And uh, I just can't do both. I can't do a five-day-a-week show and the website and do them justice again because... I'm an old guy, and, you know, I tire easily. Yeah, I get it. And, and you, you've done more than beyond, above and beyond the service to the truth community, put it that way. Well, and you my, make my fear, and, uh, I'm not trying to. It's perfectly honest. That's, that's how I roll, you know. And, uh, you know, when John Statmiller passed away, I was afraid that RBN was going to go uh, into retardation mode. Um, I'm not going to go any further than that and saying that you, you've been a bulwark of, of common sense. Well, uh, I I'm going to tell you right now for- that uh, Julie and Mike uh, have just been d- doing an incredible job of getting RBN back up on its feet uh, because John kind of left it in a little bit of disarray. And, uh, you know, we're, we're all working for it. It's just you know, I've, I've hit a point where I'm, you know, enough is enough. Yeah. You know, Debbie Washerman Schultz, I just looked her up, and uh, and she was a DNC chair. Oh, heck, I just had to hear it. Here it is. May 4th, 2011 to July 28th, 2016. And that's basically two weeks after Seth Rich died. So I like to yeah. look at her laptop and see, see and do a keyword search for Seth Rich. 
It was very suspicious. And it sure is funny how, you know, uh, RFK Jr., he mentioned in passing this, this you know, the situation where maybe Ashkenazi Jews and, or, and Asians were not as susceptible to COVID. And she just launches into this anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, like a blood libel thing. You know, doesn't she trust the science anymore? You know, what happened to trust the science? Well, well they don't trust the science anymore. You know. No, they're, they're engaging in scientism, where science is something to worship and believe in, rather than a process of determining facts and truth. But the fact that uh, diseases uh, are ethnically biased, there's nothing new about that. There is an ethnic bias in COVID. Uh, there's a clear ethnic bias in uh, sickle cell anemia. Uh, there's an article over at Wikipedia on uh, uh, ethnic bias uh, and diseases, and quite a few of them do show a prevalence for one group over the other. And, you know, Robert right, Kennedy yeah. made a point of saying, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but this is what the data is showing, and the data is definitely there. Right. It can be totally innocuous, innocuous you know. Uh, sickle cell anemia, I, I believe the, uh, the RBCs and Africans developed that sickle cell trait in order to so, so the malaria virus would be able to be escape or be uh, gotten at by the white blood cells. I'm not sure. I believe there's a link to that. But, but that's why they have sickle cell anemia. But uh, I'll let other callers call on. I just want to throw this at you here. I know uh, last Friday, uh, the U.S. created a permanent pandemic agency. The office of yeah, takeover that the worries me. COVID-19. Yes, well, yes, should. Uh, and you can look up the doctor. Is going to be in charge of it. The retired Air Force Major General Paul Fredericks. Yep. And I always when I hear a new name, uh, the, what I do is I go to Wikipedia and I look at, you know, who he is, what he's done. His last two assignments, July 18th to July 19th, right before COVID-19, okay, he was he was assigned to uh, Joint Base Langley, Eustis, Virginia. He was in Langley, and, and then he goes to the Pentagon. And now he's assigned to this thing here. And so I think uh, you could have another COVID rolling down the hill and they're prepping for it. And I'm also seeing on another alt-media site or this host, he's had a month of uh, of uh, germ theory denialists uh, rotating in and out. And this guy hasn't had that before to this, to this amount. And they sound like infomercials. You know, to the point where I can't yes, listen anymore because it, it does now. You've got Klaus Schwab already out there saying another pandemic is coming. We're going to have to repeat the lockdowns and everything. And of course, uh, we're hearing horror stories about uh, Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, and maybe that coming out of somebody's uh, test tube as well. Yeah, so I, you can see the the pump being primed for this thing, and also they're, they're throwing this kooky fire and stuff down onto us to kind of discredit us as, as this next rollout occurs. That, that's how I see it may happen. Okay. They can't Bruce, get rid I'm going to have to let you go. We've got to take a break for commercials. Yeah, sure. And we'll be back with more phone calls after these few words. Einstein once said, 
future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pastures meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Well, they're stealing down on Wall Street and in Washington, too. You know it makes me wonder what's a guy on Main Street to do. I've always tried to be Honest, upstanding kind of guy But I must admit lately I thought about giving something else a try Oh, I want to be a pirate I want to sail the seven seas Yeah, I want to be a pirate And welcome back to our show. We have open phone lines, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Dan in Washington State. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Uh, when is your last show? I didn't I didn't hear you say it was Friday. You were leaving the Friday's network. Friday's oh, my wow. last show, and uh, <clears throat> you know I, I'm I'm really sorry to be uh, leaving, but I had to make some choices in my life, you know. Yeah, well, it probably takes a lot of effort every day to do this. Yeah, it does, but, uh, and I, I really need to start 
devoting that effort back into the uh, website, whatreallyhappened.com, because um, that's where it well, all comes from. Yeah, and it's kind of like you got, I read the original article you did, but there's probably a lot of updates, you know, lately. <laughs> you can add on to it, you know, what's happened. Uh, which article would that be? Uh, uh, well, I read the one on election fraud, but then uh, all wars are bankers' wars. That was a yeah. pretty good one. Um, you know, and there's a lot of truth to that. And, uh, uh, it kind of gets me, you know, if there is a war, it kind of makes me think when you when you look at the reason of World War Two or World War One, and how much America's lied to us, it makes me think, you know, the good guys didn't really win those wars, in a sense. So I kind of differ from you. We might have to lose a war, you know, it seems like. I think uh, if we you know, get into World War Three, we are going to lose it. I mean, we've already exhausted our stockpiles in Ukraine, and, you know, we're still making stink face at China. Uh, our military is demoralized by all this wokeness and equity and so oh, yeah. forth. You know, it's almost like they intend on losing this next war. Yeah, I mean, in a sense, if you if you go to war for America, that's really what you're fighting for is wokeness and Zionism and and the bankers, uh, diver- diversity and bankers and all this crap. So it's kind of like, as long as I don't get nuked and I get my social security money, I mean, I don't care if we lose. <laughs> if, well, yeah. obviously, if the U.S. <laughs> loses the war, you can kiss your social security goodbye. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a hard case because I really wouldn't want to win, in a sense, because that would mean the bad guys win, in a sense, the Rothschild bankers and the Federal Reserve. Well, and the problem with the war, the especially with the nuclear war, is that everybody's going to lose. Okay? That's and true. You, you don't need to have the nuclear weapon actually drop on you uh, to suffer from it because you've got the radiation, the fallout, that can travel long distances. And... When I was a kid uh, going to school in Loudoun, New Hampshire, I remember this incident that happened. They were still doing above-ground tests out in Nevada, and apparently one of the bombs <clears throat> had a much higher yield than they were expecting, and it blew a huge cloud of radioactive debris into the atmosphere, which basically traveled across the country, carried by the Coriolis winds. And I remember there was one day we went to school, and they kept us all in the center hallway. We were not allowed to go into the classrooms. They just let us play games and stuff. There was no recess. And uh, I remember standing in the hallway looking into the door of the classroom I normally would be in uh, and out the window. And it was actually a very beautiful day. And, and just dealing with the fact that there was something in the air that would harm me if I went outside and uh, so yeah if there are nu- is if there's a nuclear war everybody gets affected i mean look at how the the debris from fukushima is all over the place and all over the pacific ocean now oh yeah and, and the uh, depleted uranium shells they're using and the cancer rates and uh what are those islands the marios islands or whatever and uh that they did all those nuclear tests on that um uh, in the Pacific, well, it was Bikini Atoll and the, the, yeah. uh, the um, uh, Micronesia. At one, yeah, Micronesia. They're, they're, they're trying to sue. No, they're, they're asking for more money in exchange for a U.S. base. I think I reported that a week ago. 
John, John Pillager did a movie called The Coming War with China where he documents that pretty good. It's online uh, for free. Um, I don't know if you've seen that, but uh, real quick, uh, last night I went on John Kennedy's website and gave him $25. I just encourage everyone to give him a little money right now just because I'd like to see where the more they call him an anti-Semite, the more money he raises. I'd like to see that dynamic. <laughs> kind of well, like a Kanye West effect, you know? That would be pretty cool. <laughs> but that would be. he needs to be supported. You know, he's telling a lot of truth, and uh, I think we should support him, even if you don't want to, you know, who knows what's going to happen during the presidential election, but I think he should be supported right now for what he's saying and stuff. So, anyway. But, okay. All right. Well, th- thanks, Mike. Yeah, probably I'll call in before uh, the week's over, hopefully. And, uh, thanks for taking the call. All, All right. right. Well, thank Bye. you for the call. And uh, we're going to have to take another break for commercials here. And uh, again, we have open lines 512 248 8252. And we'll be right back. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilaji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilaji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilaji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. 
Shidoji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shidoji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Do you or someone you know suffer from chest pain, blood pressure, cholesterol, or irregular heartbeat? Are you looking for a more natural solution to overcome these health challenges? You hear the ads all the time. If this stuff's so good, why doesn't my doctor prescribe it? That's easy. Doctors are not trained in natural medicine. Extendivite Heart Tonic does want you to be as healthy as you can be, and it really works. Take Extendivite for six months and your doctor will say, I don't know what you're doing, but don't stop. It's working for you. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Working two jobs ends never seem to me. She often goes hungry so her babies can't eat. Fatherless son wears torn clothes to school. But making fun of him's the only golden rule. She doesn't know she's a favorite daughter. Welcome back to the show here, and we're going to go to Jerry in Chicago. Hello, Jerry. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hello, Michael. Uh, I'm sad in a way, but then uh, you know what? You want to do what you want to do, so God bless you. And I've been listening to RBN since either 2011 or 2013. I can't remember. A friend of mine turned me on to it, and he listed you as the very first show I should listen to back when you had a three-hour program. (laughs) And I really enjoy uh, the... The, the scoping of the headlines that you do, you got you got to hit 60 to 100 different things in the first hour of your show now. I've, I've got to imagine that's between five and nine hours worth of work to set up for your show. Yeah, it is a lot of work to set up to do the show the way I do the show. And um, uh, so, you know, I had to cut, uh, well, actually, Stad Miller cut me back from three hours to two because uh, he realized how tired I was getting in that third hour. John was a hell of a guy. And, yes, he was. Uh, so Got to tell you, Mike, uh, thank you. I don't think I'll call in again this week unless you hit on a topic that uh, intrigues me. Okay. But um, thank you very, very much. You've made, uh, you've made my life a lot happier. So, well, hey, if you can switch <laughs> over to... That's kind of an odd reaction considering all the bad news here. But uh, again, it's not like I'm completely going away. I'm just going to be spending more time over at whatreallyhappened.com. Okay, no, that's great. Hey, can you switch me over to Julie? I'd like to give a donation. Okay, well, uh, Julie, please talk to Jerry and also switch me over to Peter in California. Hello, Peter. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Sorry, uh... Sorry to hear that you're leaving, Mike. It's uh, it's uh, it's been a long run. I mean, I I started listening to you in 2001, 
after nine one one, when you were the only one talking about Israel and the, the you know the art students and all the other things uh, that uh, tied them in, nobody else was talking about it. And and uh, uh, geez, you've been in about three or four different venues other than RBM that I can remember listening to you through. Yeah, I was following at, uh, Genesis for a while, then RBM, then back to Genesis, then to Toginet, and then to the American News Network, and then finally back to uh, RBN. And, uh, yep. you know, uh, I like doing the radio. Um, uh, a big part of my self-image is doing the radio. But I've been doing the website for about 30 years. That's almost half my life. Uh, I've been doing talk radio for 16 years. And uh, it has taken me away from the website, which really is the foundation for everything. So, again, it's not like I'm going away. You're just going to have to look for me someplace else. And when I get back to producing um, original content, some of that will be podcasts. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I spent a lot of time sourcing stuff and sending it to you. I'm sure you're aware. Oh, yeah, uh, I use a lot of it. And, uh, uh, I mean, hours a day. I you spend looking for stuff for it. But but I wanted to let you know uh, a couple things have been mentioned already. One was Debbie Wasserman Schultz. And one of the things that nobody seems to remember, I know that you do because we talked about it back then, was when she was the whip, the Democratic whip, and she yes. was spying on, uh, on, on House members. Do you remember that? She yes. was spying on people's laptops, and she had uh, uh, there was a whole spy network going on within Congress that she was leading. You remember that? I remember that. Uh, uh, another thing is, you talked about uh, the superintendent of West Point. Oh, excuse me, the the, the uh, Air Force Academy. I told you I called in back in March when I had uh, that I, that I had met a general socially who. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was him, and uh, uh, he has a, a, a son at Harvard. I met him in a mixer there, and I, I think I mentioned that uh, that uh, he got the distinguished flying cross for, which I looked up as soon as I got back to my hotel room, for flying a B one uh, at thirty thousand feet and bombing Afghanistan, which of course didn't have an air force and it doesn't have any air defense at all. And they gave him a DFC second to the Medal of Honor, by the way. Yes. Uh, and, and how woke and affirmative action this whole thing is. You know, uh, I, I, you know, I think I called in half a year ago to talk about about Brown, the new chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Uh, it's 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 pathetic uh, what's going on. And uh, uh, one of the things I wanted wanted to tell you just today, I picked up a uh, a deal uh, where they had a video where there was something on the order of 12 uh, Ukrainian tanks were knocked out in one tiny little skirmish. And I want to let you go back to your old manufacturing money and morale. Yeah. None of which we have, of course. No. Nope. But uh, our annual tank production is 12, not our annual, uh, our, our monthly is about 11 or 12 tanks a month. So, in other words, we would lose our tank production uh, in one tiny little skirmish of this. Yes. And uh, and uh, Dustin called in a while ago. He uh, Last week I've been listening. He said, uh, the T-90 is the best tank in the world. He's right. However, uh, uh, the main gun on a T-90 uh, has a range of about 
you know, 5,700 meters. And you can get now with, uh, with a, uh, a guy on an electric motorbike or whatever and can have a drone that will have something to take out that, you know, probably a $10 million tank and it has a 20 mile range or 30. Yes. And it's a much cheaper. The, the, the tank is at the end of its rope. Uh, and, uh, if it weren't for the Ukraine and the wide open, steps of russia it wouldn't really have much utility there because you really you really can't even mass people with with the sensors that go from space to beneath the ocean and so on so uh, it, you know it's you just can't mass things like you used to and all the hulks we have three thousand by the way m1 tanks in storage we we're never going to use them uh as tanks we should use them as armored drone launchers and, you know, and, and just refit them that way because that's the way it's going. Yes, it uh, is. But uh, anyways, Mike, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear you going. Do you want me to still send when you're doing what really happened? Do you want me to still send stuff in or, or what? Yeah, I mean, uh, that would definitely be a help. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate your continuing to uh, support the effort. Well, I will do so then, and thank you so much for everything, and uh, 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 maybe I'll talk before the end of the week, but uh, but uh, I would suggest that you arrange something where you have a three-hour show uh, once once a week, or even four, have a guest, and then have call-ins after, uh, you know. I'd love to well, see it. Well, like- it's an idea I'm willing to consider, and I know it would make RBN uh, a lot happier, and uh, maybe we can strike some kind of a balance along that line. But I really do want to return the focus to the website because it's got a very large and growing readership. And like I said, I've got advertisers contacting me saying, can we be on your, your website? And I need to devote time to getting them plugged in and, uh, you know, basically, you know, trying to make some serious money with it because i got some serious bills to pay. You know, we're, no, I hear that. You got, you got, yeah, you got to take that. We're, we're down to living on our social security. We got to pay rent. We got to buy food. We got to pay for Medicare. We got to pay for our supplemental. You know, all the stuff that the illegal immigrants are getting for free right now. But I mean, I could see you interviewing. I mean, substantial guests like Douglas McGregor or Scott Ritter or Michael Jones or people of that stature, and and having them on for an hour. Where you guys can talk, and then having, you know, Colin for two hours after but for one three-hour, even four-hour show, a week or something, that would be wonderful. Well, like I said, it's an idea I'm willing to consider, and I I can imagine I'm going to get some phone calls after I'm off the air about that. But um, uh, you know, uh, like like I said earlier, you know, wallowing in all this negativity day after day after day after day, uh, it's affecting me. I don't have the sense of humor I used to have, and uh, uh, it's really a very depressing time in the world, and uh, I'm sure we all feel that. Yeah, there's, it's, it's, you got to go a long way to get something that's not negative, that's for sure. Well, you uh, know, Claire has a website that she specifically focuses on positive things. It's called Claire'sCorner.co. There's no M in it. Claire'sCorner.co, where she interviews things like Toys for Tots, uh, the uh, Daughters of the American Revolution, and uh, that's uh, you know where she's trying to find the positivity in the world and put it on display. 
Well, bless her for that. I'm yep. shocked that she could find it, but bless her for doing that. <laughs> bless her she for doing that. She works at it very hard. Know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, listen, I know you got other callers. Best of luck if I don't talk to you before then, and we'll go from there, all right? All right, thanks an awful lot. We're going to go to Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, hey, Mike, I have to agree with uh, Peter there, man. Uh, we're sorely, sorely miss you on uh, RBN there. If you're not on, I, I think you, uh, Peter's right. you got to come on at least, Mike, for like three hours uh, once a week. That would be awesome. So you can have a call, you know, a couple hours of call-ins. But, yeah, it's going to be sorely missed. You know, it's going to be hard to fill your shoes, I can tell you that. And, uh, you know, Farron's another caller on Saturday. A lot of guys are missing Farron. Now that you're going, I mean, RBN's taking major hit here. I mean, you know, you lost Farron here. We got, you know, you're going to be gone, and this is not, this is not cool, you know. <laughs> you know, the guys are really uh, put it out there. So let's leave it at that, Mike. You know, and, you know, I hope you have great endeavors you know, coming your way. If I hit the power ball, I'll bring you back on, no matter what it takes. But here, okay. I'll- well, you know, um, right. you know, I'm still buying Powerball tickets, but you know, no luck yet. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you. Well, you got to keep trying. If you don't, if you don't play, you can't win it. So anyway, yep. Mike. Uh, a uh, serious note here about as far as uh, I was looking at, uh, and, and Jerry, uh, he didn't get to make a good uh, finish his call for Chicago, but I hope he calls back in maybe tomorrow. Uh, yeah, but Mike, I'm looking at this crime statistics in Chicago. Where's the National Guard in there? How come the National Guard ain't been called out after all this time, Mike? Hundreds and hundreds of murders, astronomical catastrophic wounds, uh, 25 shot over the weekend, six yep. dead. I mean, this is crazy. And, and nobody, where's the National Guard? Where, where's the Republicans? And by the way, Mike, how come the Republicans right now ain't trying to expunge Donald Trump's uh, two impeachment uh, trials? Why do they expunge him for that? To send a message to these demon rats that we're not going to play and we're going to clean his record out because Donald Trump should have never been impeached, Mike, either time. That was the biggest disgrace in the history of our country, one of them, allowing I that man to be impeached twice. I know that an impeachment can be expunged. I know it's been talked about. Uh, but right now, that's all the Republicans are doing. You know, I mean, they're holding all these hearings. We're seeing all this very damaging uh, evidence uh, about massive corruption in the Biden White House. Like I said earlier, it's gone way past Watergate. And, uh, you know, and and the the GOP are out there and they're nodding sagely and saying, yes, this is definitely bad. You know, but they're not doing anything, you know. And my message to the Republicans is get off your butt and do something or you are going to legitimately lose 2024. Well, exactly, Mike, and it, it, there you go. Look at Wednesday. They're supposed to be having a, um, a hearing on Zuckerberg that they're going to uh, contempt the court. All those, all those schmucks are, are, are demonic and evil, Mike, what they're getting away with. Uh, Bloomberg, Zuckerberg, Weinstein. I mean, this is all nuts here, and nobody's been uh, punished. Nobody's going uh, to don't even slap their wrist, Mike. They're not even going to slap on the wrist. That's what's crazy about all this. I mean, they're getting away with utter murder. And, and nothing's being done. And, you know, and then uh, I got to tell you, Mike, well, you know, losing you and Farron on RBN, I, you know, RBN's going to be hard-pressed, man. They're going to have to refill. Who's going to fill your shoes, Mike? Who they got? They got somebody in this time slot for you? Who's that going to be? Um, I, mean, I have not been told who's going to take over this time slot yet. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mike, uh, I don't know, man. I hope I hope you do take Peter's advice and at least come on, like, once a week and do, like, a two-hour podcast, you know, when people who call in your show. That would be That'd be cool, you know. At least give it two hours where you can call in, you know. And you, like, you know, like something like Farron had, you know, Farron had until he left. I don't know if he's coming back. I don't, I don't even know what the story on Farron is, uh, Mike. You, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Uh, no, I actually don't. Yeah, yeah. 
And, you know, Robert Revolt, he's on real late at night, so a lot of guys can't stay up till like, midnight, you know, to hear him or a couple other great shows, you know, callers, call-ins. But, uh, yeah, Mike, you know, it's just kind of wild that you're going to be not be there much longer. But, you know, life goes on, like the old adage goes. And, but, you know, I, I'm sure you'll, like I say, you'll still be out there somehow. So, and, yeah, Mike, you know, as far as the immigration, you know, it, it, Mike, it's just getting crazier and crazier. Now they want him to, that they, they want Abbott to take the floats down in the middle of the Rio Grande, Mike? Yeah. Really? You're gonna you're gonna take those floats down as trying to keep all these imbeciles from drowning or getting or dying. Uh, what was it? I saw 287 died since January, uh, dying of thirst. They already had a bunch of guys die down in the canyon riding their bikes, Mike. You heard about that in Arizona? I think it was. Yeah, I heard lady. about he that. So but uh, Governor Abbott is not taking that barricade down. Uh, you know, he's uh, told the uh, Biden's Department of Justice, "We'll see you in court on this one." Same message to the president of Mexico. Well, you know, Mike, uh, you know, exactly. You know, you know. Uh, speaking of tanks, these guys, uh, Peter was talking about tanks. You know, when Texas has the most tanks of any state in the union, right? Why don't they have and take those tanks and stick them at that border? And why isn't there really a, why does it, that, that border need to be militarized, my opinion? It really needs to. Because you got cartels over there, that was an enemy. You've got drugs pulling in here like crazy. You don't know who's yep. coming in here. They're flooding, they're flooding the United States with all these uh, uh, prison, um, all these men, people from the mental institutions in those third world countries. They're cleaning up their mental institutions, just like Castro did. We got a, we got we had like uh, eighteen thousand mental patients in uh, in South Florida in that one year alone, Mike. And they shipped some of them on to Louisiana. You remember the Mario Boatlift when they shipped a lot of them to Louisiana? All the yep. crazies, Mike. Yep. Remember that? And they all came back to Florida, Miami. So yeah, Mike, this this has got to stop. And Biden should be arrested for his treasonous acts. Period. The guy is. Oh, by the way, Mike, look at a hunter's son now. He don't, he don't he ain't gonna. His uh, buddy in the business section ain't going to testify again. Now he's been told to shut yeah, his mouth. Yeah, he canceled again. That happened. Yeah, he canceled, he canceled again. He should be forced to take a lie detector test and tell the truth about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Well, he's that already under forced. subpoena from uh, Congress, and now Congress is trying to figure out a way where they can basically force him to comply with that. And but what uh, Devin needs to understand is, uh, as long as he. Uh, stays silent, he is in danger. Once he testifies and it's all out and on the record, then there's no point in having him assassinated. Wow, wonderful point. I hope I hope he, I hope he uh, spills the beans here quick. Because if not, he might be gone. <laughs> like a Vince Foster type situation. So, yes. Yeah, Mike, it's, it's all crazy. And, uh, like, again, I hope uh, everything goes great for you. And I, I you know, hope you do, like, consider, uh, you know, like a, like a podcast on a Saturday or something. You know, take, like, a uh, Saturday show or something, and do like a three, four-hour show or something. You know, that'd be cool. You do that. A lot of guys. Well, I don't know about a four-hour show. I'd be pushing it to do three. You know, like I said, I never got my strength and energy back from that PMR thing. You know, my my mind is working. The body can't keep up. You know. I feel you. I know. I feel that. I don't know nothing, Mike. Thanks, Mike. All right. Thanks an awful lot. We all love you out there in RBN land. Believe that. Everybody loves you, Mike. We love you, bro. All right. Well, thank you very much for those kind words. We're going to go to Steve in West Virginia. Hello, Steve. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Mike. uh, Hi, Mike. First of all, I want to ask, when are you leaving? My last show is Friday. Okay. Uh, I'm really sorry. I've been listening to you probably since uh, the days and before, right around the time I started listening to Jeff Rince. So it's been a long, long time. But let me get to my point. you know, I, I'm not going to stay with my original point. I'm going to go, now that I know you're leaving, I want to ask you about something. 
Mm-hmm. This guy, you've heard of this guy that runs the X-22 report, right? Okay, well, I know several of his listeners uh, that have talked to him or have some kind of connection with him, and they tell me that he's making, like, between ten and $15,000 a month in donations. And, Mike, he is lying to people, and you're telling the truth. Now, I also know Jeff Rince, and I live 10 miles away from him, and I've known him for a long time. And Jeff Rince makes about, well, back when I knew him, he was making about $400,000 a year. And he has a, I mean, he has a beautiful piece of property in one of the most expensive parts of old Southern Oregon. He has a, he has a, a barn full of collector cards. He has a beautiful house. He has probably five or six Harleys. So, Mike, I'm not sure how come you're not making any money. I don't well, understand. Well, uh, a couple of reasons. I'm very terrible about asking for money. And like I said, my primary motive was to try and get us off this path to war. Um, so I haven't really been focused on, you know, money making, but now I got to do that. And uh, the whatreallyhappened.com website is a platform. It's already got a large audience and I just need to run it like a business and, uh, you know, be businesslike. And yeah, I'd like to make that kind of money. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'd like to, uh, you know, support Claire in the lifestyle to which I'd like her to become accustomed. Um, but uh, I got to learn how to do that. And uh, that's yeah. something where, you know, my knowledge is very short. Well, I I, I, know, I mean, they tell me this about the X-22 guy, and he just tells lie after lie. But I personally know Jeff Rentz, personally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know him too. And I, yeah, I know you do. But I personally live by him, so I know what he has and what he doesn't have, and I know if somebody is telling a lie about him or not, and they're not telling lies about him. He, he has done really well, and I think that you could do the same. Well, I certainly hope to. I mean, uh, that, that's the, you know, the reason for the change in direction. And, uh, you know, that, that's j- just where we are on that. Anyway, okay. uh, anything else you uh, that you want to share? Nope, I'll call you about the other point tomorrow. All right, fine. We're going to go to James in Vancouver. Hello, James. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Oh, yes. Well, I just heard the news, and uh, I don't know, in in case of nuclear holocaust, who I'm going to call now. Back to you. (laughs) Uh, Call for the paramedics, I would assume. Well, you know, another point I want to make is that uh, I hear a lot of people, uh, I won't say who and I won't say where, well, they talk about things like the flat earth. I mean, there's people on, on these radio shows that just have, have absolutely no, um, uh, what can I say, they have absolutely no aptitude for science whatsoever. Well, and it's I not a lack it's... of aptitude. What it is is all this stuff about flat earth and chemtrails and fake Apollo moon landings yeah. and everything is being planted by government operatives to try and discredit uh, independent media and uh, the Internet in general, social media in general, I'm, and it's really ramped up. I, I was looking at Twitter earlier. There's just all kinds of nonsense being posted there. Uh, but I think at this point, uh, most media consumers have reached the point where they can spot the nonsense and realize that it, it is there to try and make uh, everybody look bad, uh, to discredit social media as a whole but people are getting more discriminating they're picking out what they think is uh you know accurate and just ignoring pretty much the rest of it 
Well, yeah, I know, Mike, but it's worse than that. I've been doing <clears throat> Syrian science since I've been about 14 years old. And when you hear someone say, all science is Luciferian, what do you do, right? I mean, I, I get the flat earth thing, okay, we can all fool around with that. That goes back to antiquity. But uh, all scientists are Luciferians. What do you do with that, you know? Well, so, I tend uh, to ignore that kind of stuff. No, but I'm just saying that the point is it's a guilt trip. And I've had this problem with my leftist uh, um, college buddies since 1970 going, you know, well, it's science that creates war. And it's science. No, it's politicians who create wars. It's bankers yeah, who create well, war. Science is simply the handmaiden. Well, anyway, uh, I just want to call and wish you all the best. And <laughs> like I said, um, well, if you get a chance to come back for some spot once a week, that would be great. But uh, but uh, this is a serious situation, and I think uh, people got to... This is endemic to the whole population. Like I said before many times, 1960, America was at the top of its game in terms of science and technology. No, it's uh, okay. Deteriorated. It, it, it's a mess. It is a mess, and uh, <clears throat> it all goes back to that anyway, coup d'état in Dealey Plaza, Dallas. Yeah, all all the best to you and Claire, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Bye now. All right, thank you. We're going to go to Francis in North Carolina. Hello, Francis. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? What is on my mind, dear one? Uh, and hello, young man. Uh, first of all, best w- good luck to Claire and you both. You know what you need to do. Take your time, earth yourself, all that kind of good stuff, and make sure you get your ducks in a row, so to speak, as it were, if you have any ducks. But um, you'll come, you'll turn out fine with it. So, meanwhile, I'll be still calling in to yank your chain, cord, ribbon, whatever the case might be, and give Claire a laugh in the process. So, meanwhile. When you come across something negative, as you mentioned before, learning to let it go and just let it earth itself. Take care. Later. All right. Thank you. And there is the music. The show is over. Stay tuned for the National Intel Report. Steve Elkins is taking the microphone. Please spread the word of republicbroadcasting.org. Spread the word of whatreallyhappened.com. Please continue to support RBN during these very difficult times. We'll be back tomorrow. Aloha, America. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs.
Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.